Hey, you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep, well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. And tonight we'll be on location here at the uh, Orlando Eye, and I'll have more about it, but it'll have a little bit of the ambient, n- nice uh, rolling ambient noise here, a humming, if you will. But if you're new here, this is the podcast that puts you to sleep, so I'm here to take your mind off whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thinking, you know, stuff on your mind, feelings, emotions, physical sensations... Whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off of that. Tonight I'm on a Ferris wheel. I think it's a little more advanced than the original Ferris wheels. And I'll be describing what I see. It's a beautiful rainy day, and I do mean that beautiful rainy day here in Orlando. And I'm kind of on a somewhat spur-of-the-moment trip here. But if you're new here, here here's what's going to happen. Here's the structure of the show. We usually take about five minutes uh, before the intro to pay our bills and credit everyone that helps out on the show. Then we have an intro here. Tonight will be a little bit shorter, but uh, I'll set up and explain the podcast uh, and how it works. And then uh, we'll just have a live, uh, I guess it's live for me right now. I'm here uh, on the uh, Orlando. In, I'm in I guess I'm in the, am I in the Orlando Eye or on the Orlando Eye? Within, uh, but I'll be here describing it, lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders, there's raindrops on the windows, there's clouds in the sky, there's mist in the distance. It couldn't be a more perfect day for a sleep podcast, holy moly. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I guess if you're new, usually these intros go on for about 12 minutes. Tonight I'll try to keep it to a few minutes so we can get straight to the, uh, uh describing stuff, a part of the show. Uh, but what else do you need to know? Okay, here, here's a, here's the main points of the show. I'm a little bit different. I'm a little bit strange, a little bit goofy. Uh, so that's one thing. Uh, the second thing that goes along with that is that you're under no pressure to listen to me. Uh, you know, this is kind of a podcast to take your mind off stuff, but don't I don't need to keep your mind on me. So you, as you listen, you know, I'd like to send my voice across the deep dark night, as I said, and kind of ex- ex- escort you, I almost said, escort you across the threshold from wake to sleep. And at any point, you could just stop listening, and my voice, like this beautiful background humming, soothing, like a sonic lung uh, can carry you off, and you'll say, well, Scooter's voice is starting to sound a little bit like a sonic lung. His traffic goes by under me slowly. This is, this, whatever distance I am, I think I'm about 370 feet away, really calming. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's it. So you're under no pressure to listen, but you're under no pressure to fall asleep. This episode should be at least an hour, so I'll be here. And I'll be taking meanders, I'll be taking my time, lulling, soothing tones, wings of pointlessness, all those things. So even though it's a sleep podcast, it's here for an hour to keep you company in case you can't fall asleep. So I think that's it. The reason I make it is because I I still have trouble sleeping now. But uh, in the past, just like this circular wheel I'm on, my thoughts can be very circular. And round and around they'll go. And where they stop, I don't know, but I won't, like, I'd be like, come on, can you stop, can I, can, can you stop with the thinking so I can get some sleep? I'd like to fall asleep here. And they don't really, they won't really go for that. So, 
I guess that's why part of the reason we make the podcast. Second thing is I just like bedtime stories or the idea of someone sitting there at a comfortable distance, whether it's the foot of your bed or the other side of your room or on a phone call across the globe, whatever works for you, or just, you know, a strange person making a strange podcast uh, to take your mind off stuff. I'd like to distract you because I've been there in the deep, dark night tossing and turning, and it's really my honor uh, to do what I can to help you out. As I say on every show, this doesn't work for everybody, but I hope it works for you. And as I always say, I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time. Give it a few shots if it's your first time. This is an ambient background episode, so it might not be for everybody. But I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep, and, and thanks for stopping by. Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed turn out the lights and press play i'm gonna do the rest what i'm gonna do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever is keeping you awake whether it's uh, thinking thoughts uh, physical feelings or sensations emotions you know rocky road either you went you know vibrating butt from riding on a rocky road a vibrating gut which rhymes with butt from eating too much rocky road Maybe your name's Rocky Road, and you're just then another part of you would be vibrating because you say, "Man, I'm so tired of like uh, it was bad enough. My last name was Road. Uh, I mean, but uh, then my parents had to name me Rocky. You say, is that your real name or your na- no? It's my real name's Rocky. Believe it or not, Rocky friggin' Road. And then you say, wait a second, no, no, was that a no, no, yeah, my middle name's not friggin'. I just said that for emphasis on how my emotional state regarding my name, Rocky, Edward Road. Why don't you just go as Ed? And I said, well, like, I didn't realize you could, like, it didn't, it wasn't until fifth grade that I realized I could change my name. And at that point, I was Rocky Road. It's too late. I said, wow, that's a, that's a, that's a rough life. I mean, I can I have both empathy and compassion for you, Rock. Do you mind if I call you Rock? Wait a second, what'd you just call me? Rock, I was going to just call you Rock. Uh, no one's called me Rock before in my life. Well, you know, Rock, we're having this moment here, but believe it or not, I'm, in the, I'm not even in the middle of a podcast intro. I'm just at the beginning of it. It must be confusing new listeners. Can I get back to you? Please don't. This is. I feel like I'm melting. Rocky, did you make a Rocky Road-related pun about yourself? I'm actually made of ice cream. Okay, I better get back to you. I may have to refer you to someone that knows what they're... Anyway, if you're new here to the podcast, excuse me, Rock. Sorry, just had a like emotional, mental tangent or something going on there. Uh, this is a podcast about just like we do with a bedtime story. As I said, all you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, press play. I said that fast because Rocky got me off schedule. Rock, that's right. You're rock now. Uh, what I'm going to do is uh, create a safe place. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders, and all the ways of distracting you, like storytelling, something similar to storytelling. It's been called story smelling before. Don't worry, I've got those emails. 
along with other things. Yeah, but it's a podcast to take your mind off stuff that you don't have to really listen to. It's supposed to put you asleep, but you're under no pressure to fall asleep. Uh, and yeah, sometimes I have trouble forming my words totally. But if you're new here, one, I want you to feel welcome, just like this, just like uh, Rock, a.k.a. Rocky Road, who I'm speaking with here in the podcast studio. You know, I'm going to try to give Rocky a few more minutes to try to comfort Rocky from the life of living with the name Rocky Road. But just like, let's just pretend, now Rock, don't freak out when I say this, like Rocky's just a metaphor, accidental metaphor. That will be one of my autobiography titles, The Accidental Metaphorist. I think that's it. That, that was the peak podcast there. I just, I think I said, I'm not sure if metaphorist is a real word, but back before the second time I said it, I think I pronounced it correctly, even if it's a fictional word. And yes, I will see if Gina Davis and uh, William Hurt are available. I don't know because it's probably take me about 25 years to get around to making the book um, Accidental Metaphorist. Anyway, if you're new here, I want you to feel welcome. I want you to feel generally safe. I'll try to win your trust and mostly by proving my somewhat ineptitude and in a way where you say, well, geez, I'm here to put you to sleep to take your mind off stuff, but you don't have to listen to me. And just like, so right now, here's what we're dealing with. Let's just put everything out here. I've got someone here. They just showed up named Rocky Road. Birth name, Rocky E. Road, correct? Yes. And that, you know, that's, in, I'm sure there's, a, you know, there's there's worse names you could have, uh, Rocky. And this isn't a like a, a contest, so that's a tough name to have, Rocky Road. Like, were you born in the 50s? Do you look that old? No, I didn't mean it as a thing about your age. It was just trying to think when, like, I don't even know, like, uh, will this disturb you if I start trashing the Rocky Road ice cream rack? Here's a couple embarrassing things. I don't have Rocky. I don't have the slightest clue what Rocky Road ice cream is. I think I'm trying to think of, uh, like, most of the people in my family that enjoy it, they've been committed to one place or another. And I don't want to, you know, I don't want to... uh you know, make it like, an, like say, what are those called? False, you know, say, well, that's probably why. Here's what I think Rocky Road is, and you just stick with me. Chocolate ice cream, marshmallow, and some other, some stuff, I guess. Then I guess I'm trying to figure out what is it, why the heck is it called Rocky Road then? And some people in the audience are going to think I'm kidding, Rock, but you can see my eyes and you know I'm serious, uh, I'm pumping every neuron I have saying, come on, give it to me. Tell me, like, come on, you've been in those ice cream aisles before. Is it chocolate chips in there? I don't think it's pretzels because that seems, so that tells me it's the 1950s. We're the peak of Rocky Road. How about that for a book, Rock? Could I pitch you on a book, uh, The Peak of Rocky Road? No, it doesn't do it for you. I think we're close, though. Something the peak of Rocky Road. Something with that kind of rhythm. Rocky Road Peak. It could be a kid's adventure. Like uh, something like it, Remember Which Mountain or something. Rocky Road Peak. It, what do you see? I think you're nodding. And uh, you'll be the rock. Uh, you'll be a, the wise character that only appears later in the book or something. Don't worry. 
But here, for my audience's benefit, let's establish a couple of things. One, be a named Rocky Road, unless you're an ice cream baron or baroness, is not, uh, it's not exactly a cup of, uh, you know, ice cream that's melted into tea-like form that you sip and enjoy. And it's not easy, just like not being able to fall asleep is. Like, I mean, who knows tonight when I put my head in the b- pillow, if I'll be like uh, something to get on my ca- I can't believe you really embarrassed yourself on the podcast. I mean, now that I, that would cause me to laugh. I'd say, well, which part? W- minute one, minute two, minute three. And if, w- which part did I embarrass myself? Minute five, minute six, minute seven. That quiet, that's like one of the few things that quiets down that brain bod. You say, okay, no, you want to be specific? Oh, when I didn't know what Rocky Road was. Well, I don't think, I, I'm, uh, I'll be honest, I don't know if uh, Rocky Road is a dated ice cream, not a dated name, Rock. Sorry, I mean, this is a lot to manage here. The ice cream and the human and the name. And uh, not, believe it or not, I'm not trying to run a therapy session for people named after ice creams because, you know, I can't even think any non-trademarked ice cream names other than Rocky. Neapolitan. Neapolitan, that would be actually a sweet name. I guess you'd have to be a unanim. You know, is it a unanim? Unanim? Rocky, do you know what a homonym is? You know, doesn't that sound good? That's a homina, homina, homonym. Doesn't that sound good? Maybe that could be your uh, your spirit word. Rocky Road, his spirit word is homonym. His best friend, maybe you could, maybe we could pair you with a lion named Napolitan. Rainbow Sherbert, no offense, Rocky, I'll write the podcast. Rainbow Sherbert's a little too, too like, I, I overuse the word tropey, but oh boy. Yeah, no, I'll write the podcast, thanks. So let's just leave it at Neapolitan. Okay, sometime, somehow I'm getting in a conflict with an imaginary guest within the so anyway, if you're new to the podcast, I want you to treat you like if you ran into someone whose real name was Rocky E. Road, you'd say, wow, and you're not an ice cream, uh, you're not in that ice cream, what do they call that? The people that are ruling our country? I forgot what it's called. The, like, the, but yeah, you're not one of those. Uh, okay, well, that's rough. I didn't know if you were like, uh, you know, Ben and Jerry's, like, uh, they brought on a par- partner, Rocky Road. They they have they have better names than that. Okay, you're killing me, Rocky Road. I'm trying to get a pod- I'm trying to close out a boring podcast, and you're really sucking the air out of it. Oh no, Rocky Road. Okay, this is getting weird. Rocky Road's weeping tears of marshmallow. So I was right about something, and it's probably probably a sign that you're not a human if you're weeping marshmallow tears. Okay, Rocky's quietly. So anyway, if you're new here, Spycast is silly. It, it, unintentionally, I just be myself. I don't like uh, to synapse malfunction. How that's how Rocky got here. As Duncan Trussell would say, Rocky, this is only temporary. You're only feeling crushed because you were named Rocky Road for now. Soon, whatever chemicals in my mind that caused your existence will dissipate into the rest of my limbic system. Your marshmallow tears will dry, and you'll be free. You'll be free, you know, until the next time you, uh, you know, then where will, if you dissipate in my limbic system, where will Neapolitan go? 
these aren't the these aren't the best questions for a podcast intro rock uh i'm stuck uh, how do you get a, a get rid of a so but you you do it with kindness it's it's not easy that's what i was gonna say not being able to fall asleep is uh terribly hard just like being named after an ice cream flavor oh now rocky's saying that he the ice cream was named after him not true they have a delusional ice cream named character here what if these kind of things are going through your brain? You got to get, like you say, well, at bedtime, it can be hard because you say, I just want it quiet. I don't want to deal with uh, ice cream. And you say, well, I could distract you with that. And the reason I do it is because I've been there, been there sleepless. And at some point I said, well, I'm pretty good at rambling and making up stories that are story-like without, the, without that um Without that uh, homonym, you know, homonym, you know, where you don't say homina, homina, him, homonym, where I just kind of fixate on homonym and, and get characters, lo- lovely characters. Okay, please don't weep your marshmallow tears on my shirt because uh, I have to wash it. The dryer in my apartment building's broken. Okay, I got to wrap this up, folks. I'm getting covered in marshmallow tears. Actually, there's something nice about it. Something sweet about it. Oh, sorry, Rock. Hey, that was your. That was a pun at your expense. But you know, it's not easy falling asleep. It just and uh, I think I tried to make that point about 15 times. It's a little bit distracting having. Wait, like uh, this podcast is different. Let me let me ask you though. I ask this a lot. Were you thinking about whatever just ha- has been unfolding for the past eight minutes? Did it take your mind off of whatever is keeping you awake? Because I really want to help you. That's why I make this show. doesn't work for everybody. In fact, I think this particular intro is very similar to the ones that have a strong response from people. But I'm not trying to do this to, to bug anybody. I'm trying to do it to help people that are out there hurting in the deep, dark night. And if you are, I hope this show helps you. I can't guarantee it will. You know, there's a lot of other audiobooks on LibriVox and other podcasts and Bob Ross. But I made this to try to help you. I, I hope it does. And that's why I make it three times a week and work really hard at doing it. And the reason I always say is because I'm glad you're here. Uh, because I know whence you came. Or, you know, I know what I, I don't know. It's really hard to make a really, like salient point when you got a salient marshmallow running down the front of your friggin' shirt. But I want to thank Rocky Rocky Road. Oh, I didn't even get that till till just now. Rock, we could just name you Rocky Road. Okay, he just sighed. And at least you weren't named Frankie Furter, you know? Oh, that was a char- fictional character. You're not... Okay. Anyway, I'm glad you're here. And I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. Thanks for stopping by. All right, hey, you've all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether that's thoughts, feelings... Uh, physical sensations, inside noises, outside noises, whatever's keeping you awake, I want to take your mind off of that. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones that with creaky, you know, that are a little bit creaky. Uh, a lot of distractions, uh, like just take my time. 
I try to be pleasant and welcoming because I've been there. I know what it's like to be, you know, be able to fall asleep. So that's why I'm sending my voice across the deep, dark night. That's why I make this show. If you're new here, welcome. I guess I'll give you the structure of the show right up front. So we don't, we have only a few minutes of ads every week and, and, and things about five minutes at the top of the show, business stuff, so we can keep making the podcast. Uh, then on Sunday, the episodes come out Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. New episodes three times a week. Uh, Sunday nights, which is tonight, is uh, Star Trek uh, Sleep with the TNG, Star Trek The Next Generation recaps. And so here's what we'll do. We're, we're just at the beginning of an intro. I like to get these intros about 12, 14 minutes. And the reason for that, you know, you could skip ahead to the Star Trek stuff, but the reason I make them is like a lot of people uses ease to put them in the mood. Helps new people know that this show is mostly nonsense and not sure what a non sequitur is, but something like a like something like a non sequitur sounds nonsense with nonsense with her. It's not like nonsense. I've never seen the musical nonsense. N u n s e n s e. I think. I don't think it's like anything like the musical nonsense. I but I can't say that for sure because I have only seen probably a poster for nonsense. And it sounds good when I say I like saying it. But so there'll be a long intro here, but it's supposed to be it, it'll put you in the mood, ease you into it. Only two things you really have to remember. Well, well three things, I guess. Uh, you know, Spycast doesn't work for everybody. I hope it works for you, but I can't promise you that. You know, I'm glad you're here, and I really hope I can help you fall asleep. But this Spycast isn't anything aggressive. You know, it's it's here as an option to try to help you. So that's right, you know, so no pressure to fall asleep. That, that's point two, because the episode's around an hour. So you can ease your way to sleep, uh, you know, just take your time getting there. And what are my other points? Um, oh, there's no pressure to listen, even though this is a podcast. At some point, you'll be like, well, you can listen. You know, I work hard at making the shows uh, for people that either have trouble falling asleep or that want some companionship in the deep, dark night. So I'll be here for an hour uh, doing my best to create something that's moderately entertaining. Uh, but you don't really have to listen. Uh, you know, like, uh, you won't miss much. And with these Star Trek episodes, like tonight, we're going to be talking about Data's Day from our buddy Aristeo gave me the idea. But I like to get some quotes from the episode to try to make them in a metaphor for the podcast. So Data says at one point, it could be chasing an untamed orthanoid which, uh, without cause, which Dr. Kirscher says, oh, you mean a wild goose chase, Data? So wild goose chase. And then at the end, Data says, uh, there are many human emotions I don't comprehend, but I'm not mystified by the desire to be loved or the need for friendship. These are things I do understand. And the last thing Data says is, if being human is not a matter of just, uh, you know, having a human body, instead of a way of thinking, acting, and feeling, then I'm hopeful one day I'll discover my own humanity. Now, a couple of things about that. Like, sometimes for me, getting going to sleep, like last night in particular, I don't know what it was, but it was like wild goose chase. Like, moving, I tried moving my pillows. That didn't work. Tried get, I read until my eyes were, like, closed my book. I think I fell asleep for four seconds, and then I couldn't, you know, then I woke back up or something, and then I couldn't fall asleep. And I tried all my different techniques, couldn't fall asleep. 
you know, moving, moving, you know, tossing and turning, mind racing, all that stuff. It was a bit like a good, and then at some point for me, I can get to that place where I'm like, then I start comprehending humanity and I'm like, I'm not qualified to comprehend humanity uh, during the day. So I don't know why I'm headed down this path of the meaning of life at like whatever, one thirty in the morning on a work day when I got to work all day. And then, you know, then I come home and I try to work on the podcast. So I got a full day, you know, I need to get a good night's sleep. So, and it's just baffling. I don't know what what was up with yesterday. Just in, they said, well, I don't know. Let me, uh, let me like, uh, let me make it mysterious. And for some people, there's a very specific reason why you can't sleep. And for some people, you might just be traveling. Whatever is I'd like to distract you. Like I said, uh, uh, because I've been there. And that's the last thing. I'm not mystified by the desire to get a good night's sleep. Kind of like Data says, uh, the desire to be loved or the need for friendship. And while, you know, like we don't all know each other personally, like I, I like I, I, and while I don't know exactly what you're going through, I can relate to it, relate to it. Uh, it's twice in a row. I don't think I said the word relate. I can relate to, to lying there and being stressed out, and just wanting a good night's sleep, just a little respite. So this show is, I guess, like a wild goose chase. It, like in some sense, this like this podcast does resemble it, like structurally. Even when I'm talking about episode of, uh, what is this, uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. And the idea that Wild Goose Chase is, uh, let's say you're in bed. Let's say, let's, 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 let's conduct a little fantasy here <laughs> with all the reality we've had so far. You're in your bed and you got this view of a beautiful field. And you're having trouble. It's a, like a nice moonlit night. And maybe you got a lot on your mind, and then you look out your window, and you're watching a goose run around out there. You know, maybe it's chasing its own tail. I don't know. I guess a wild goose chase is when you chase the goose. So maybe there's something like a geese, like a gosling, a couple. Maybe that's it. It's like a playtime, and there's a bunch of goslings. Those are little cute little baby geese, and at least to me. And they're chasing a goose, mama goose, papa goose, uncle goose, aunt goose, whatever. And it's it's wild, but at a distance it's not as wild because, you know, you don't know what their family, their goose family dynamic is. You're safely removed. And it's very cute because, you know, even if you don't like geese, uh, you, you love goslings. And, I mean, I'll give Ryan a shout out too. I love Ryan Gosling. What, what can I say? Is there anyone better looking that looks better in a V-neck T-shirt in America today than Ryan Gosling? I don't. I can't. I mean, I don't think there is. I mean, that's I, I, like every time I like I say, if I could pull off thirty percent Gosling in this V-neck, I'd be happy. And I said, well, no, but uh, but in this situation, it probably wouldn't be good if Ryan Gosling's out there. I mean, maybe it is. Maybe Ryan Gosling and some Gosling. I mean, if you're a Gosling fan. And they're running around the field. And there's just something about it that puts you at ease. And it takes your mind off of, you know, it takes you outside of your own head. It takes you outside. And maybe it gets misty. I guess like if Ryan Gosling's crawling around with some guy, it might be hard to sleep. But maybe you get some giggles going. And at some point it gets like, then you watch the geese. And like, and you say, okay, well, at this point, even this is like not as entertaining you know, because then they're doing like, uh, 
Goose Mother May, Mother Goose May, and after the 40th thing, like hop on your left foot, you say, okay, I can only watch this. And so I just want to close my eyes for, I'm so, it's so nice that Ryan Gosling and some geese and, you know, whatever they decided to put on a show outside my window tonight. And I totally forgot, you know, took my mind off of it. And now, you know, I could curl, you know, and, and it's, that's neutral. Like you say, you know, some people may find Ryan Gosling attractive. Some people might find him, what's the word I'm looking for for me, where you say, uh, like you like when you go upward, you'd say, it'd be nice if I was Ryan Gosling. What's that called? I don't know. Like, uh, there's a, definitely a word for it, but I, I can't think of it. Also, I mean, there's you, you, like a, you, you all, like, a, like you'd fan, say, man, that'd be pretty cool to have Ryan Gosling as a best friend. Like, does, does Ava just have like a cousin or something, you know, you could intro, you know, introduce me or just, you know, like, what do you brush your teeth with? Because you like, a, like, a, do you, do you use regular toothpaste with those teeth or what? No, I figured, I, I figured you had your own special toothpaste, but uh, could I use some of it sometime? Oh, I almost had it. It's like where you wish you were. Uh, oh, I almost had it again. Anyway, whatever it is, and, and then you just ease off into dreamland. This podcast is like that, but without Ryan Gosling, just the geese. Uh, running around and like uh i know it's a silly little thing but i take it very very seriously as i said i've been there and i've been there as recently as last night so uh i don't know all i can say is i put my heart and my soul into this for you and i know it won't work for everybody i wish it did i wish i had a magical podcast you know, where maybe Ryan Gosling plays some sort of pan flute and I do some humming and you would just fall asleep. But I found that this works better. Yeah, but this is what I can do. And it's you know, just a little silly story to take your mind off stuff. Maybe put you at ease. Maybe let make you giggle. And ideally, you know, at least make you feel neutral about that time. If not, look forward to it. And if your first time here, you know, it doesn't work for everybody. And if it doesn't work for you, I'm sorry. You know, I, I I wish it worked for everybody. If you're cynical, give it a few tries. It does take a, like a, like a lot of hardcore listeners to say, well, it took three or four times for me to realize I'm not supposed to make any sense of this. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. Barely makes sense to me, and I make it. But the thing is, it's my honor to make it. And as I say every episode, I'm glad you're here. And I really hope and I really yearn I can help you fall asleep tonight. And thanks for stopping by. All right, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever it is that's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, Think, you know, thinking stuff, uh, uh, physical sensations, um, feelings, uh, emotional feelings. Is that a double, like emotional and feeling, you know, stuff, you, you know, gut stuff, heart stuff, head stuff, whatever it is. 
could be travel, could be somebody's out of town, could be your dog's got, you know, it could be Sneezy Dog, or if your dog's name is Sneezy, you might, you know, you might have dog naming guilt, and that could keep you up unnecessarily, but it might. You say, well, maybe that's why my dog has that hanging head, because it shouldn't have named her Sneezy. I mean, she doesn't even sneeze anymore. That was just when she was a puppy, and I was tickling her nose with her tail. Oh, I wish I didn't. What was a like? I, don't, I mean, I don't know if anybody else like. I didn't even. I have my dog's name's Koa. I didn't even name her K O A Koa. I believe she's named after she. Her name means something in Hawaiian, but I like maybe a mountain or something. I don't know. I didn't name her. I, I adapted her to. She came with her own name as an adult. A lot of you that listen to this by, oh, wait, let me do, let me try to get back to this. I'll cross my fingers and talk about naming, shaming, naming, naming, shaming. Sleep with me, the podcast, it confuses you. So if you're new here, let me tell you about the structure of the show, what to expect, and, you know, try to make you feel welcome. That's my main goal is to make you feel welcome. Structure of the show, first five minutes of the show, they pay the bills and the credits for the people that work on the show. That's how we keep being able to bring you these for free. Uh, then we got, we're two minutes into about a 12 minute to 14 minute intro, which is kind of like a show in itself. Now, not, you know, the show doesn't work for everybody. Not everybody who likes the intro. So you could always skip ahead about 20 minutes and then that'll be close to when the story's going to start. But for a lot of listeners, this is either how you get to know the show or get to know me. So then you get to know that you don't need to listen to me. Yeah, you know, some people fall asleep during the shows. It's kind of like something that kind of is familiar. Uh, I was getting that something borrowed something blue. I don't know why that might, it triggers that. I mean, we're, I'm trying to get into a metaphor about naming pets here. But so we'll have a long intro. It's just like a kind of silly meandering intro uh, where I like try to make a metaphor about what the podcast is about 500, I don't even know, 14 times, 16, 17 times. I haven't, you know, made it, made it as successfully where I see this is the definitive intro now. So, and then the story will start. So the thing is the podcast episodes are normally just about an hour. And the idea behind that is to give you all the time you need to drift off into dreamland. So when you look at the episode or when it starts, you know, there's no hurry. I'm not here to rush you to sleep. Like, uh, like if there's a game on and you're trying to get your kid to go to sleep, you're like, okay, just go to sleep. Okay. I got to get, like, I get back at like, uh, you know, if you have a lot of kids and there's like that little window for the, uh, little, um, you know, making of the, you know, whatever you want to call it, you know, romance, romance. Now you say, well, please just go to sleep. I got to, you know, do, like, uh, so. Oh boy, this went off the rails quick. So, how did what does that have to do with the podcast? Oh, so you're under no pressure to fall asleep. You're under no rush. You're in no rush. Uh, uh, I mean, that's the question that came up for me more than what I said. What's your rush? I said, well, I just you don't think this is ever going to happen again. So yeah, I'm in a rush to enjoy this. What's it? Well, yeah. Anyway, sorry, sorry if you said it. I don't, that's pretty high level. So I don't know if anybody would get that except. Uh, anyway, oh boy. So, so you don't have to be in any rush. You don't have to listen to me clearly. Holy cow, I'm pretty red right now. But you, you don't have to be any, like, uh, you don't have to take me seriously. I'm a goofball. I'm a little bit inept. 
And but I'm good at talking and meandering and trying to keep it calm. And I'll tell you what, I'm good at like kind of immersing into my imagination or the past of my life and trying to like to look at the details and then deliver over deliver details that like uh, are neither gripping, they're, they're just distracting. Distracting details, I've had a few. And when it comes to naming pets, so I said my dog, current dog, her name's Koa, K O A. Uh, she came with a name. My pet before that was probably my the dog we got while I was in high school. Her name was Coco, and I was the oldest, so I'm sure my youngest siblings, you know, voted and decided on that name. And she was a great dog too. She was uh, like a mutt, like a like a little bit of a, a black lab and Burmese mountain dog. I think was what they told us. And it was a good name for her. I don't think I was in agreement at the time. Uh, the dog before that was Patty, P-A-D-D-Y. When we got her, I was too young to name her. So the only pet I think I've ever named is my gerbil, Chitter. Well, I named two gerbils, Chitter 1 and Chitter 2. And if you've listened to all these episodes, you know why. Probably not the best for a podcast intro, but Chitter 1 went, you know, went away to live with the other spiritually free gerbils, uh, you know, they, 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 they live in the spiritual, free, you know, free spirit gerbil zone. So I had got a chance to name Chitter, and my, my, my gerbil, me and my, my brother and I, Carl, we got gerbils for Christmas one year. And, uh, like, uh, Carl got his gerbil's name was Squeaker. I think we still argue about this, though. Like, and I know, like, I know my memory's not great, but when it comes to these childhood stories, I'm pretty good at remembering stuff. I think my brother is in denial about something about the naming, but I know the other gerbil's name was Squeaker. And like, a Chitter, Chitter was Chitter One was a very feisty gerbil, and Squeaker was not. So when we got them home, you know, the one thing little boys want to do with their gerbils is hold them. Or at least little boys like me and my brother. And Squeaker loved to be held. Chitter did not. Chitter was only interested in, you know, escaping. I don't know, back to the pet store. I said, where the heck do you think you're going? Like, like uh, I mean, I don't know. So the, during one of Chitter's escapes, uh, she escaped under my mom's uh, slipper. And that's how she was freed to the spiritually free zone. Actually, Chitter 1 was a male. Chitter 2, in between my weeping fits, someone went to the pet store and picked up Chitter 2. But unfortunately, they picked up a female. And then, like, four months later, my house with six kids also had about 5,000 gerbils in it. And they're still there because I was there for my aunt's funeral, like, last April. And, there was, like, there was uh, gerbil droppings everywhere. Uh, but, they, you know, now they live out of view. Anyway, what's my point? Ger- you know, gerbils are great, but uh, only that was the only pet I ever named that I can think of. Chitter. No, no, I, I did have a love for Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I don't know if, to, like, those just have the same number of syllables. Maybe not even. Chitty Chitter. Yeah. Whew, my point was, but though sometimes, like, if you misnamed something, I think this opening started with me naming a pet, imaginary pets. I don't know. What about, I guess if you named your dog Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, that would be a pretty sweet name for a dog, actually. But, like, 
if you were if you were if you're like an adult and you had some confidence, but otherwise people be like, you named your dog Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. And I mean, most people that are between you know thirty, you know seventeen and thirty five, don't even know the joys of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, Chitty Bang Bang, Dick Van Dyke, some other people, maybe not even Dick Van Dyke. I don't know. And now that I'm thinking about it, probably not Dick Van Dyke. He was in anyway. But so some things can keep you up at night. That's the thing. Like if you're if you're up thinking, and maybe this is just a relatable part. Like you say, why did I name that? You know, why did I have to hold my gerbil? I guess that would have kept me up at night as a kid. Like, why can't you just let your let your gerbil stare at it through glass and its cedar running on its wheel? Also, Squeaker loved to run. My brother's gerbil loved to run. It was nocturnal, and it would run all night in that friggin' wheel. Even when the, then, that was when I was having trouble sleeping anyway. I just listened to Squeaker jag, jag, jagging away. So, and because also we named him because uh, Squeaker squeaked and chitter chitted, you know, ch- 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 I don't know, like, uh, I, I think my brother probably named Squeaker first because that's a sweet name. Chitter, I kind of like, you see, I'm still overthinking it and that's what happens at bedtime. So that's what this podcast does. I come in, I say, hey, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk about, I'm not going to talk about nothing. I'm going to talk about something that you can kind of listen to. But like, like almost like the difference between, I guess this is a pretty good metaphor. The difference between holding chitter and squeaker. Like if you were holding chitter, you had to like, you can't squeeze it gerbil. You got to hold it loosely, but you had to hold chitter tight enough that chitter wouldn't run away, which there's no way to do that. And that's why chitter would always get away at bedtime and then we'd get in trouble. Squeaker, on the other hand, you could hold squeaker loosely and squeaker, you could almost pet squeaker. And you could see Squeaker breathing, you know, because like his little lungs and his little heartbeat. And like, uh, and Squeaker would be at ease, you'd be at ease. And then you put Squeaker back in Squeaker's cage. Also, you know, as I said, Squeaker had a lot of progeny because I don't know, like he did not look virile from the outside, but this must have been the most virile gerbil on the planet Earth. I mean, maybe all gerbils are virile. Um... Like, so, like, that's the kind of thing with this fight case. Like, I kind of try to hold your attention loosely so you can be there breathing uh, and not struggling and saying, what, I don't want to be held. Like, say, okay, well, I'm at a safe distance. I'm not even holding you. I'm just uh, keeping you company here at your bedside. And I'll be talking. You don't need to listen to me. But you also don't got to feel under the obligation to keep me entertained, to, you know, to be entertained or anything. I just want to help you fall asleep. I just want to take your mind off stuff. As I said earlier, the spycast doesn't work for everybody. If it doesn't work for you, I'm sorry. I feel, I feel for you. I wish uh, uh, it did because I've been there. That's why I make this show because of the nights, especially as a kid, that I spent in my room worrying and tossing and turning. And, you know, losing hope I would ever fall asleep. And so I work really hard on it. So if you're new or you're skeptical, give it a few tries. Uh, I hope this can help you out. It's it's goofy. It's not like other sleep stuff. I do have creaky dulcet tones. And I do, like, for every 10 people that like me, that listen to this, this, is, this actually is a statistic. Like, like, so every 10 people that enjoy the show, 
you know, one person they short circuit and usually, you know, they, they let me know about it. You don't need to though. Cause I'm not pressuring you to fall asleep or, or to like the show. Uh, but I hope you, I hope it does. I don't know. I, I wish it would work for everybody. Um, but I know it doesn't. Um, but I hope it works for you. I'm really glad you're here. And not only do I hope I work hard and I yearn uh, to help you fall asleep. So thanks for coming by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thinking... You know, stuff on your mind, uh, stuff with your body, stuff with your feelings. Could be stuff. You could be stuffed with stuffing. You know, we could, we've covered that before. Fluffing, fluff, any of those things. Uh, it's tough. It's tough, especially when your podcast is rhyming with stuff. You know, sometimes you're like, "Scoots, I've had enough," and I say, "Well, that's no bluff." Uh, <laughs> My voice like Billy Goat's gruff. My chin covered in scruff. If I could, I would still drink duff, but I can't. So I guess I'm wearing headphones or as warm as earmuffs. I think I'll take a shower later and I'll... That's called a loofah, but I'll call it a luff. Uh, my shirt, I, I, last time, I, if, if I do wear a shirt that I'm rolling up because I, I got a singulate, though, at least one cuff. You know, I'm not, I would, you know, I'm in decent shape, but I wouldn't say I'm buff. Is there a Z, yuff, a zuff, a vuff? It's time for sleep with me. Did I say that the podcast will put you to sleep? Sorry about that. That was like a little bit silly. Let's, I want to start it out early. But I'm glad you're here. Usually I don't create a safe place so that with that much amusement, but it's early. Get you settled in. Uh, what I'm going to do is send my voice across a deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing. What did I say? I didn't say, oh, Billy Gruff, Gruff, Gruff. Billy, Billy Gruff. Yeah, Gruff tones. I will. They're creaky dulcet tones. Pointless Meanders, it's uh, Goonies Week here on Sleep With Me. I guess this would be the last episode of Goonies Week. And we're rhyming at the perfect time because, uh, like, a lot of times, like, so there's a Cindy Lauper song. Cindy Lauper was a big 80s pop hit. Wonderful, wonderful uh, singer, personality, socially active, I believe. Friend, friend of Captain Lou Albano, so, or however you say his last name, the guy, I mean, this was a man who suffered from rubber band face and Cindy was like, took him in. This was, this was a grown adult man. If you didn't live through the eighties, you didn't know this. He had rubber bands on his face and it was a mystery to me as a child. What it, I don't know what, but Cindy Lauper took him in, put him in music videos. This was back when they had music videos, but she had a song to go along with Goonies called good enough. Uh, the Goonies song. And at bedtime, it can kind of feel like that. I don't know. Like, I would have loved for Cindy Lauper. No, actually, no offense, Cindy. I think Cindy Lauper, I'd prefer. Let's see, what time do I have enough coffee in my system to handle Lauper level tones? Probably after 11. 
would be if I needed a Cindy Lauper like to show up in my place uh, and start singing. That would be the time, but that's the prime time when I'm going to be engaged with the world. That's when I need Lauper level tones. But there is that sense when you get in, when I get in bed, I don't want to project on any of you. But if you can relate to this, or maybe it's just something similar or totally di- different, where that voice in your head says, geez, good, like, good enough comes up, and it's never, hey, did, did you know what today was? Good enough. You did a good, like, even then, I don't know. To, like, I think there are people out there that say, you really, you did it, did it today. You took good enough, and you put it in the dust. You were great enough uh, with that stuff. Remember when you made all those ridiculous rhymes earlier? No, this was what my voice was saying. Not good enough. Well, okay, wait, the rhyming? Too much. But what you said, it wasn't good enough. Right, if it was good enough, it would have been okay, but not when you were doing, oh. So I'm not good enough at rhyming stuff. You know, because I did try to create a word, luff, and... uh, uh, duff, I, I got duffed. That was a pretty tough one. Zuff, I, I think I, if I had a, another, like, I don't think it would be, I guess it would be a decent dog's name, Zuff. Okay, stop. Okay, not good enough. Okay, I get it. So sometimes a bed like that could be a light version. Other times it could be, remember all those times you ran, rhymed to, to yourself in uh, middle school? Actually, I don't. I don't remember rhyming to myself. Well, you used to do that. It wasn't good enough then. It's not good enough now. I mean, I don't like listen, brain. I don't like Oh, you're my internal critic. Oh, you're my turtle. Okay. Well, whatever you call yourself, I don't want to. I know, like in the adult world, I'm not a rhyme. You know, I'm no, I'm no, no, I, I can't drive. I can, I can drop rhymes on the floor, like, like carry too many rhymes. And spill, I can spill rhymes. I guess I can't drop rhymes. Can't drop beats. I mean, I, mean, I can. Uh, I can drop beats, just not in the metaphorical way, in the actual way. And actually, to be honest with you, I'd rather drop beats. Like, like I said, I've talked about this on the podcast. I can taste the dirt and beats. I got no interest. I'd rather just drop them from my. And I have dropped beats actually. Oh, now I think I'm so funny. No, no, that was just just came up. Like actually, so that is proof. I'm not the I can't I'm not the best rhymer, but I'm I don't think I'm the worst. I think I'm good actually in rhyming. I think I actually am good enough. Oh, good enough for what? Well, you got me on that one. Good enough for a sleep podcast. I could tell you that. Probably not. So I don't know if anybody's observing this, but there really isn't. And this is like could be real time for me. And I don't know if anybody can relate. But I don't know if you notice in there, there's really no, I can't get a foothold. Even I'm trying, like I got my internal cheerleader who I, I uh, let's see, how much have I spent in therapy? Oh boy, never mind. I don't want to think about that. It caused me, uh, but it, like I spent a lot of money developing these tools from my toolbox and even they don't work with this, this, uh, these bedtime Whatever they are, I don't know if they're Jungian or Freudian or like, but they're really tough to to get to get any kind of leeway with and say, well, listen, I know we're having this great talk about how I'm not good enough. We didn't. Well, we're going to get into my life with uh, romantic life now. Which part, the physical, emotional, or all of them? Can I can I just go to bed because I prefer. 
Like, believe it or not, as much as, much as you drain the life out of me, it doesn't help me fall asleep. It, like, so if we cover this romantic stuff right now, I got to go to bed. I got to go to work tomorrow. So I don't know. You can see there, there's really not really a way that I can, like, it is as expansive as my toolbox is, which is, I mean, it's not a large. It's maybe, but it is a toolbox. I do have a toolbox now. Rusted shut. It is. Thanks. I'm glad you're glad you're here. Making sure everything I say gets criticized. Thank you. It is rusted shut, but it is still a toolbox, and I could could use could get it open if I needed to. But my point for the audience, uh, if you just let me complete my point here, internal critic, is that even if I got it open, you're very. Uh, I don't know if it's Taekwondo or. Uh, Krav Maga or Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, maybe maybe all of those things. There's not really a toolbox I can throw. There's no reason to grapple uh, with you uh, because at it, it, bedtime it it just it, it it exhausts me, but it doesn't tire me out to fall asleep. And then what I did was I developed a podcast to help other people fall asleep. From what I've learned from our little tussles, and that's why I make the podcast. Usually these aren't as uh, didactic as this one. Or I don't know if this is pedagogic or pedagogic or <laughs> just throw it out vocabulary. I'm trying to shift to the, I got to get this critic, you know, I got to turn down another lane here. But like uh, I can, I make this podcast to distract you from that whole process because if it's anything like mine, to disengage is very, very hard. So I made this podcast to to take your mind off. So so it's a little bit silly and a little bit goofy. But what I do is I tell. But well, first we do five minutes of business, cover, pay the bills. Uh, then we're in the middle of an intro here. About a minute and a half till it's about twelve minutes, and we like to make them twelve to fourteen minutes. And you can drift off at any point. You don't really have to listen to me, but hopefully I can take your mind off whatever's keeping you awake. And it'll be lighthearted after this. Because uh, uh, the whole idea is to to ease some of the, to give some relief at bedtime, to take the pressure off. You don't have to listen to me, but I'll be here for an hour. So you're under no pressure to fall asleep. You know, no, so you just kick back and listen to me. And, uh, like, uh, I don't know, it all, it all comes from a place of that I've been there and I know what it's like lying there tossing and turning in the deep, dark night. And if I can take your mind off stuff and distract you, but also as I distract you, realize oh, he doesn't really, doesn't really know where he's going or he may not be going anywhere. It's kind of like rocking a boat, like, like I'm rocking the boat gently or a train or whatever. I don't know. I guess because I don't think I could rock a train. It wasn't I saying something earlier that was like, well, I, I, I wish I could rock a train. I, I, that would be a whole different podcast. So obviously the train rocker podcast, the podcast that puts everyone on a train to sleep uh, with uh, probably with superpowers. We do it with a bit, I guess it would be like, I probably would hold my mouth against a train and send my voice through the, so it would be, it would be like this podcast. You send my voice through the, uh, the what do they call that? The freaking bones of the train or whatever, train metal. And I, I, I rock the train gently. Wasn't that in a song, I rock the train gently? No, was not. So that's the kind of person that you're listening to tonight. Person that fantasize one day I'm going to hit a big time. I'm going to be rocking trains. You know, they got the Napa wine train. 
this would be a train for some people that whine with it. And I'd say, well, if you come on to the, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't think I would call it the rock, tr- you know, bed, bed, sleep train. <laughs> that's, that's taken. You're right, Bray. Thank you. My lawyer brain just chimed in. And uh, I probably would charge probably $10,000 a ticket. So I don't know. That might eliminate most uh, everybody. So, because let's see, rocking a train, I don't know. I'd, I'd probably have to start taking some supplements and protein. Probably need some protein powder over here. I don't know what else. I, you know, definitely have to get some more Advil. i seen some vibrating belt uh, added on TV. So I'd probably have to get that. So, yeah. Anyway, maybe I'll just stick to this podcast. So, so this podcast, goofy, well-intentioned, doesn't work for everybody, takes a few tries. If you look at the reviews in iTunes, uh, you can see a lot of people say, gee, I tried it a couple of times and it works for me. It doesn't work for everybody. I hope it works for you, but you're under no pressure to either fall asleep like me or listen to me. If You know, if anything, I'd like to earn your trust. or learn. I almost said learn your trust. Man, that's like a hedge, you say. Yeah, I'm, I'm here to learn your trust. That's that's a that's mind bender. I don't, I don't even I may have to bend my mind around to even figure out what it means. I mean, let's just go through this intro. It's an extra long one, I guess. But uh, at the beginning, I started rhyming, and at the end, I'm talking about rocking trains, and that's kind of how it is every week. Uh, the intros. After this will be a bedtime story, uh, Super Doll stories. And as I say at every podcast, because I've been there, uh, lying there, looking at the ceiling, checking the clock, you know, go ahead and put your phone down if your sleep timer's set or whatever. I'm glad you're here. Not only do I hope, I work hard and I yearn and I strive to help you fall asleep. Thank you for coming by.